Shut up and sit down. Greetings from the heartland of America, Guthrie, Oklahoma, and Hoboken Coffee Roasters. This is the Bold Leadership Podcast, where we are building bold leaders to solve tomorrow's toughest challenges. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for taking the time. The Bold Leadership Podcast is published every Tuesday for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at www.exsin.co. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud favorites. You can also follow us on Twitter at The Bold Leaders and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. And now, here are your hosts, former Air Force pilot, commander, and business owner Dave Evans with his partner in crime, former combat controller, wealth advisor, and deal maker extraordinaire Phil Nichols. Let's get into the show. Welcome to another episode of Bold Leadership. If you haven't been following the news, which I'm sure you have, you know that finally we have identified a crisis that's been going on in America forever, and it's a value crisis. Don't yeah. kid yourself. Um, it's come to our, it's come to things in our society. We're so scared of offending people that we can't do the right thing. And some young person decided to go hashtag Me Too and shed a lot of light on some people being really, really making bad decisions. Now. None of us are innocent. All of us have made mistakes in our yep. life, and I'm not going to judge anybody yep. today, but we are going to talk today about no value and values anymore and what that means. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, it takes sometimes the light comes from the most un. Well, the, the light comes from the place you never dreamed it would come from. And the Me Too, fabulous that they're putting light on a problem, fabulous that we're addressing it. Um, but it, it leads to a conversation about why did it take that to get to the point where we're doing the right things. Right. It, it does. And the, I mean, you know, the interesting thing is if, if you're the father of a daughter, <laughs> your life changes the day that little girl's born. I mean, oh, you want to protect them. You want to hold on to them. You want to keep anybody from hurting them because you understand how tough it is out there and how hard it can be. But the reality of it is, is we have some young women that are standing up and doing the right thing. And I'm super proud of what they're doing. Yep. But we really need to take an inward look at ourselves at this point. Yep. Uh, as company leaders, we need to make sure we're setting the right guidance and direction and right impression for our employees and yeah. our teammates. Yeah, there's no question. And I think you know we talk about culture repeatedly uh, on here, and it's because it's it's the most important thing. And and this is a cultural thing. Um, you know, the the latest one to come out with the uh, I believe it's NBC News. Uh, was it NBC? Today Show? Yeah. Matt Lauer? Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I'm sorry. I have a hard time buying that they just now figured out that this was going on. And so culturally, we allow uh, an individual, because of position, power, influence, ratings, sales, um, whatever the reason, you know, every company, whether it's NBC or it's a two-person shop, or the United States military. You know, we have all these oh general officers we now that are getting yeah. are getting called on the carpet yeah. for their behavior at parties and with yeah. females and other things. And we've seen it. And we've we have absolutely we, seen we've it. We've seen it. We were talking about before we came on the air different you know little war stories that we were sharing about different things that people have done. And and I'm glad you started off with the we all are guilty of something because you know I've done things um, not necessarily in this area. Um, but I've done things that, in my opinion, were equally as bad um, over the years. Uh, thank God, mostly when I was much, much younger. But, y- you know, you, 
you've heard me say this, all change usually comes when somebody feels pain. Always. Right? I mean, a change like this takes a, a significant amount of pain right. to come to the surface. It takes a, a significant amount of courage it does. to step e- up and do the right thing. Either from the one who's been victimized or because it's rarely is it the person that has an epiphany and says, oh, I've been wrong all these years. <laughs> Let me stand up and fix this. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that doesn't happen, but it's very rare. It is. And, it is. Uh, you know, regardless of when it happens, it's good it is happening. But leadership, Matt Lauer is not the leader of NBC News. Okay. He was an employee of NBC News, just like the day one employee. Now, he may make $25 million and the day one employee may make 40000 but they're still both W-2 employees. One may be bringing in billions and billions and billions of dollars of revenue. The other may not bring in a single dollar of revenue, but they're both still W-2 employees. So here's an interesting question, and I'm glad you brought this up. Do you think the amount of money you make for a company drives leadership to allow certain behaviors? Do you think that's a case where you know they were driven by the almighty dollar and not the almighty do the right thing? Sure. 100%. I mean, it, you know, and, and, and I've seen this, I'll use my own world with one of my companies is, uh, that's very sales driven. Um, and again, not for this topic, I want to be very clear about that, but for, um, other things, you know, maybe they were very lax on certain things or they had habits that weren't the best habits professionally. And I've turned the other cheek because I'd have a conversation like this. Yeah, but they sell X amount of revenue a year. And I, and I would justify it in my own mind that, well, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. And, you know, it's, I mean, yeah, so there's no doubt. I mean, we do it on all levels. I mean, I, you know, there's, and inevitably in every situation that, that, that you're doing that, it's not that bad, it always blows up. And it's always that bad. It's always that bad. It's so, usually worse. <laughs> so here's another question. Do you think likability affects that? Because I think yep. if you're a likable person, yep. You get yeah. you get a pass on certain things that people that aren't as likable don't get. Or you hear things like, oh, that's just how he is. Right. Oh, come on, man. I mean, he's a good guy. Or, she, or yeah, she's abs- a good person. Abs- yep. Or whatever the case may be. And that's the other thing, you know, this is not gender neutral. I mean, this is I mean, this is gender gender neutral. This is not gender specific on who you know, on on who we're talking about here. This is all I've I've seen we'll go back when when the absolutely idiotic comments that president Trump made when he was during the campaign, when those came to the forefront and he started seeing all these celebrity types saying, Oh, that's horrendous. And Oh, that's horrible. And well, yeah, it's, it's bad. It's dumb. It's stupid. It's it is ben- horrible. It's horrible. It's beneath him, but let's not act like that. This doesn't happen everywhere in the world every day. And because we allow things to grow, it gets to this point, right? So my wife who is a school teacher, and if you know my wife, those who know my wife, is probably the straightest arrow on the face of the earth. I mean, she just doesn't, you know, she's, Miss Tanya is, you know, I like to say there's our Lord and Savior, and there's my wife right below there. there. So it's, I mean, but it's, but it's a very, it's a very, um, she, she's very straight-laced. And the, you know, she looked at me and she goes, women say much worse than that. I've heard it. And I'm thinking, first of all, I'm blown away. Really? You've heard things? Because <laughs> I just can't picture that with my wife. But, but it's, but, you know, so this is not just a man problem. 
This is a, this is a, I think you could call this a power and a, it's, you know, there are narcissistic men and women out there. And I think you have to be narcissistic to, to do, to have this kind of behavior. Long term. I, I think from experience, power plays a huge role and pe- people get to a point in their career and if you're listening to this today, you need to understand that you need to look in the mirror potentially. Yep. Get to a point in the career and they think, well, I'm a, that, that doesn't, those rules don't apply to me. I don't yep. have to behave that way. Well, get, guess what? You do. Yep. And you've got to hold your team accountable because when you don't, you erode the culture in your company. Well, and I'll tell you the other thing too. You're setting your leaders up from the ownership to senior level leadership to mid-level leadership. You're setting them up to be wrongly accused too. You're, you're creating an environment to where People can be, because I mean, we can't sugarcoat this. We all know that there's victims every day, and that's horrendous. We also know that there's people out there that are lying about being victims. And to me, when you lie about it, that makes it even worse. That's sure. even worse. Yeah. I mean, because now you're taking away the credibility of those poor people that have been victimized. Um, you know, it's, it's easy to accuse, especially if somebody's done something that they shouldn't have done, but they didn't do what they're accused of doing. Because now they have no moral ground to stand on, you know, and, and that's, a, that's a bad place to be. So we get a little biblical here, you know, Jesus said it best, and, and I'm going to step down because I think it's important, yet the sin, let those who have not sinned among, amongst us cast the first stone. Exactly. And I'm sure I butchered that verse, and I, I'll get corrected by my friends, but the reality of it is, is you know, we, we are all capable of making poor decisions. Every one of us. I mean, we're human beings. We, we need to be we need to step back as a society into our values. We need, and we need to have those tough conversations with our friends when they are not upholding the values that we expect right. our friends to uphold. Well, and you talked about it a couple of weeks ago, you know, vice president Pence gets ridiculed or got ridiculed because him and his wife have an agreement that they're never alone with the opposite sex. Yep. And somehow you took something that I think is a very respectful, intelligent approach that's also very, you're being very self-aware. You're realizing, okay, I'm a human. Anybody's capable of falling short on any given day. Yep. And we all do. Um, and you're trying to put a, a process in place to eliminate the potential of anything ever happening or being accused of anything to happen. And we're ridiculing that. And I think that speaks horribly bad about our society. Well, I so, mean, it's, so it's think, just, of, think about your crazy. time. Let's go back to our time in the military. As yep. a commander... We, we had a standing rule. You were never alone in a room with somebody of the opposite sex, and yeah. you always had your door open. Yeah, and yeah. They, and they did, and they put, and they put those processes in place yep. to protect the institution. Yeah, it was absolutely. I mean, I mean my, go ahead. I mean, it's it, it was the core of of being having integrity and not allowing yourself to falter. Right. It wasn't because it was sexist. It wasn't because it was the wrong thing to do. It was because we were trying to protect everybody, everybody in the organization. <laughs> right. To, and keep them in line. And trust me, things happened. Things yep. went wrong. People didn't always follow the rules. Yep. But when you put process in place in your organization, yep. you can prevent these awful, terrible things from happening. I mean, a button that closed your door, come on. I mean, that, that, I mean that, I'm sure it's super cool, and that's kind of fun, and it's a neat power thing, but you don't need to be closing the door and having those moments put yourself in that position. It's just not the right thing to do. Well, I'm just telling you, it's not the right thing to do. It's against the law in most states to, to prevent somebody to be able to move. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, there's, there's those things that lack integrity and then there's those things that lack integrity and are also illegal. And, and, you know, I don't know if any, there'll be any charges brought against any of these folks. Although I think there should be, 
you know, you have a statute of limitations, you got a lot of things come into play, but, but it's just, you know, why not have simple systems in place that say, Hey, listen, I'm being re-, Cause when I think of, again, about vice president Pence, I think what he's really saying is I respect everybody so much that we're going to have this process in place. I mean, that's how I take it. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. I mean, so I just, I, but, but again, in our society, and I'm going to pick on our Hollywood uh, folks for a second. You know, when you live in a world of deceit, debauchery, where the people we look upon and reward are, um, and I'm just going to say it by name, Kardashians and those types of folks. Eminem. Eminem. I mean, um, and there's trying cow- to kill people who do terrible things to him in his right. Rap- Come on, dude. right? I mean, when specifically when, by name, when we reward people like that, when we reward people for being for threatening people because of they, that they make choices other than the ones you agree with, whether it's and, I, and I'll just you know, I mean, it's very clear what side of the the aisle we stand on when it comes to our own personal beliefs, but that doesn't make threatening somebody because they have a alternative lifestyle right. That doesn't make the daughter of a politician threatening a daughter of a politician because you don't like the politician. That's not right. It's crazy. I mean, so treat people correctly and fairly. I mean, don't you know? I mean, I my my dad always said you should treat every woman, every lady you come in contact with. um, That it's your mom, your daughter, your sister, your grandmother. You know, if you do those things, you'll be okay. And then, and I had a friend one time say, well, what if, what if she's got a bad reputation? And he goes, well, if she's good enough for you to ask out on a date, then you better treat her, treat her like a queen. And I thought, wow, what a good answer. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it's absolutely, it's not a, it's not a, um, it, th- there is no choice in this. I mean, it's not something that, you know, we live in a society today. I just read where pink the singer and her husband, who I think some kind of famous BMX or motorcycle guy or something, um, Corey something, Corey, uh, Corey Hart, Corey Hart, um, where they're raising their children gender neutral. And, you know, I, I mean, I, 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 that, I mean, listen, yeah, I guess you can do what you want. It's your family. Right. But at the end of the day, that young, that young person, was born a certain gender. Sure. That, so, <laughs> so, so, so on the pink thing, it's interesting. If you're ever around her daughter, yeah, she, she, the, I think the article probably didn't give her the benefit of what she's actually doing. Okay. She's, she's actually trying to raise her child, not to be afraid to go out and do things because she's a woman. Oh, Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. I mean, sense. they, they kind of picked up on the gender neutral thing. Uh, okay. and they, so it's, she it's is, not she about is, going to boys' bathrooms. It's She's trying she, to raise a strong, independent she woman. She is that trying can do she to wants. raise a strong, independent child that can do That's anything beautiful. she wants. And, and That's beautiful. Because yeah. I have been very impressed on the yeah. interviews where it's not something that. I'm, is, glad, you, I'm glad you shared gays. that with, I'm glad you shared you know, that with she, me. Because, she's trying to do the right thing by her daughter. And for a lot of reasons. Yeah. If you hear Pink's story, oh, she, yeah. had a, she had a rough rough, rough, rough child, childhood. My wife is luckily very strong and has always allowed me to share things about her life. I, I was very fortunate to grow up with Warden June Cleaver. <laughs> and so I, I had no... Uh, I mean, I, my biggest challenge was what was I going to do after the game on Friday night? I mean, that was my biggest challenge in life. Um. I mean, my sneakers got dirty. Those are the kind of things I dealt with. Cal tipping. Are we yeah, going Cal tipping? Right, right. I mean, I was just, I had a, I mean, I, I thank God every day for my parents. I mean, just, a, just an absolute beautiful childhood. My wife, unfortunately is like many others 
that grew up in a very abusive, very um, horrific home life. And, you know, I'm, I'm always so impressed with her bravery because it, you have to be a brave person to share your story and to, and to own what's, what you've been through. Um, and t- by sharing it, you're able to help other people. And so I've always just been so impressed with her ability to do that. And what she shared has shared with me many times, it, she'll say things like my parents were my anti-drug. My parents were the reason why I, I've never done any, my wife has never done any type of illegal drug in her life. Um, you know, and it was, it came from a place of, I'm not going to be like them. Right. And she didn't take the poor me approach. She took the, this sucks. I'm going to do something about it approach. I'm going to change my life. I'm going to change my life. And, and that's a, that's an incredible, incredibly strong thing to be able to do. Because I think in our society, we have gotten to a point, And like you said, where we're afraid to offend people. Um, so instead of offending somebody, I even did this to you last week. Now that we're sitting here talking about, it, I said, Hey Dave, cause Dave has those people that know me know that I have zero ability to do anything technological. <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, I'm kind of a big chief crayon kind of guy. And, and so the Dave does a lot of stuff on my social media for me and, and helps me out there in that, in that area. But, um, I said, Hey, I've got a few clients that are real. You know, they're pretty sensitive to things politically, and I don't, I don't want to offend them. Remember me telling you that? I remember that. And so I'm sitting here, as I'm sitting here reading this, I'm like, good God, I just did that last week. <laughs> you know, there's, so, there's, being, there's being gentle and yeah, not yeah. openly going after people, right. and, and I think that's appropriate. We shouldn't do that. But there's also accountability in a, in, in a private setting. Right. And this goes to the, you know, the last question we're talking about is, you know, is it possible for our country, the world, to close Pandora's value box now that it's been opened, I mean, we, we are we are, we have come to a point in our life where everything is acceptable, and there are no longer standards. There's no rules, and it depends on your perspective and where yep. you sit if it's okay or not. Yep. You know, what are we doing to erode our culture and our society of doing great things? I mean, now people are going after the school saying, "Well, we're not going to teach the real history; we're going to change history." That's right? exactly what I mean, that's we're a doing. value change. That's a value change. Um, well, uh, this morning. I mean, that's why I woke up, and Dave knows that I wasn't feeling the best, so I had to run and go see my buddy that's a doc, and he got me a little little shot in the arm and got me going again. But, but I'm, so I'm watching the news while I'm waiting to go in and see Doc, because I never watch the news. Dave knows this because I, I go into fleshy fill real quick when I watch the news, so I try to stay away from it. But, I, but I, I'm watching the news, and there was an award that – this I think it was Time Magazine. I, mean, I can't remember what it was, but anyway, they had they were announcing their finalist, and before they would announce the finalist, they thought that this reporter does all of these disclaimers. Now, this is how they look at it. And this is the curriculum. This is the criteria, and this is what. The, and it was all because President Trump was one of the nominees, and everybody knew that, <laughs> you know, yeah, because they don't like him, and and it's it's crazy that we're in a place in life to where. We have to file disclaimers because we don't want to hurt somebody's feeling. Or to your point, can we shut the lid on Pandora's box? No, we really can't. You know, and and I don't know if we need to. I just well, think, I think we. It's just a place where, you know, we, you know, what's wrong with having? You know, we joke about this. We both uh, grew up in a world where there were rules that you lived by, and 
And then we went into a profession in the military where there were rules that you live by. And then, you know, and it's just, so it's always been something where we've had rules. I think sometimes people think rules mean that you can't be creative and you can't, ha- that's not it. It's, it's, a, it's a line in the sand that says, these things are non-negotiable to me. You know, there's the law, which everybody should follow. There's what's, what's uh, ethically correct, which everybody should follow. And I'm not saying we do, including myself, unfortunately. We're all human. We make mistakes. But then there's things that we just are just choices, you know. And because it makes me happy or it makes me feel good, then I, I should be able to do this. That's a recipe for complete and utter just anarchy. I mean, it really is. Well, so kind of to summarize the whole discussion, there's there's some takeaways that I'll make sure we don't miss before yeah. we close out this episode. Number one, leaders and organization need to set values for their organization to follow, and they need to hold themselves to those values. The same values they're, they're asking day one employee to do, and it doesn't matter if you're the top dog or the brand new puppy that just trotted on the scene. Those same rules apply to everyone. There is no place for discrimination of any type, anywhere, at any time. We are all created equal, and I don't care where you are, who you're from, you treat people the way you want to be treated. The golden rule, do unto others. We're we're letting that go to the side because we think we're better than that. So as an organization, follow the golden rule. It's going to be hugely beneficial. You know, I don't care. You know, you can love someone, respect someone, be respectful to someone, and disagree with them. Absolutely. And we've gotten into a place in society where if we disagree on one topic, then we can't like each other, let alone love each other. That's pathetic. That's absolutely pathetic. So the golden rule is the is the compass. It is the guide. It is. It's the standard. It's, it's the lighthouse. It's what we're looking for. Um, and it's, it, you know, it's, it's so, it's like everything that is wonderful in life. It's simple. <laughs> You know, we, we make things more difficult than they have to be. And then and the final thing I want you to take, the, the audience take away from today's discussion is, is, is this, and it's simple. You know, we talk about the golden rule doing others, but do the right thing all the time. Mm-hmm. If you focus on doing the right thing, and the right thing is, you know what the right thing is. There right. is no question. No question. When you're leading an organization or you're a middle manager, do the right thing. When you make a mistake... Boss asks you about it, be honest about it. Don't don't try to hide things. Do the right thing. If you follow those three rules, all this nonsense that's happening today in the news and all these people losing their jobs and all these wonderful women that are having to stand up and, and really bear you know, their soul to bear the world. their soul to the world, absolutely. Yeah. That didn't happen anymore because right. they live in a peaceful place where the right thing is being done. So do the right thing. Yeah, do the right thing. I think, you know, and it's easy to to not to get to there's a there's a variety of reasons why people sometimes screw up. Because that's really what we're talking about, right? When people mess up. Absolutely. I mean, you know, when, when our son Ty died, I like to say I was in the ditch for about 18 months where I didn't care about rules. I didn't care about outcomes. I didn't care. I was wounded so badly about the death of my son that I did not care about anything. And thank the Lord that, we got through that. Thank the Lord that that you know I didn't hurt anybody to the point where I could not repair it because I did hurt people, but I was able, thank God, to go back and repair it. Um, so it can happen for a variety of reasons. It can be something horrible like the death of a loved one, but it could also be you have that extreme, and then you have an extreme of 
well, I just think I'm better than everybody else and rules don't apply. So I'm going to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And, and, and those are very different, but they, they look the same when you're walking it out because you're making bad decisions. So I would also tell people that all these folks that have been, that have done horrible things, every one of them is redeemable. Every person has the ability to come back from this. Every person can be okay again. It's going to take a long time. It, t- you know, it takes, um, in my opinion, you can't get there without faith. No. You, know, you got to have faith that drives you through this. Um, but everybody, Matt Lauer can be redeemed. Matt Lauer can, now he's going to have to stand up and say what I did was wrong. Not, well, everything they're saying is not true, but it's enough for me to be ashamed and embarrassed. Well, no, I'm, I, you know, that's not, that's not it. He's got to have an internal look. He, he internal may not need change. to publicly go out and, and no, but he's internally, that, but, he, but he's got to look in the mirror and go, I do not like the person right. I, I am and the things right. that I did. And I'm right. going to seek change in that. Well, look at, look at Sean Sutton here locally in, in Oklahoma. You know, here's a gentleman who, who got an addiction. Um, nobody made him an addict, but himself. I mean, he, he made choices. He had, he made choices to get there, but now you fast forward several years and he's completely and totally turned his life around. And I love that. Those are my favorite kind of stories. My favorite stories in life all start with people falling. And, wow. the, and the reason I love it is because they didn't give up. They, they stood up, they held themselves accountable for what they did. Um, in a variety of ways, they make amends for what they did. And then they start becoming a better them. And on the other side, you get this beautiful soul that, that loves people and is honest about their shortcomings. Cause that, you know, that you've heard me say this a gazillion times pertaining to our kids, Dave, we need to just go ahead and tell our kids we're not perfect. Cause they're going to find out soon enough on their own. Right. Because then you, you can get past all the junk, all the fake stuff. And you can start focusing on things that's going to help your children. That applies to everybody in life. It, it does. doesn't just not just your kids. I mean, get past it. You know, we, anybody that knows me knows that I hate paperwork. Hate it. Hate it. Hate paperwork. Um, but I own that. I'm not. You know, I don't sit there and go, "Oh no, I'm I'm good at that." I just, you know, there's other. Th- no, no, I suck at it. And the reason I suck at it is I don't like it. I, mean, it's I real, don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. So there's a real, there's a real, it's, it's simple, right? But we can apply the things if it's something as simple as that, where thank God you can just delegate that stuff done in my world. Thank God. Or it'd be a real problem. Um, but, you know, or major things like where you truly hurt somebody physically, emotionally, um, spiritually. I mean, those are things, there's true wounds out there that are, atrocious that you know luckily you can be redeemed from and but it starts by sincerely apologizing and sincerely being sorry for what you've done and recognizing there's got to be a change and then making that change so as we start the new year i want to challenge everybody to realize that you're going to fall oh when you fall pick yourself up do the right thing and take care of your team set those values take care of your team with that in this episode of bold leadership we are out of here Thanks for listening to the show. Our show notes can be found at www.exit.co. If you liked it as much as we think you did, be sure to go to iTunes and leave us a review.